Y'all already know what time of the week of that is. It's your boy D. It's another episode of My Brother's Got Next. And as always, I'm joined by my partner in crime, Quad. What's going on, man? I'm good, man. Week one's in the books. How you feeling? <laughs> well, you should. <laughs> after all the, the conversation we had on oh, Sunday. Man. Oh, my God. Yeah, we'll get we'll get to how I'm feeling later because, man, yeah, it was, it was a rough weekend, you know, for me. Yeah, for a lot of reasons. Not just, you know, for the Cowboys, but for other reasons as well. I did have a good fantasy, you know, um, thing. Uh, Weekend, you know, what I'm saying one my one my fantasy matchup, but uh, that's what's up. Yeah, some other me stuff. Too. <laughs> yeah, you did too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, because you know, me and you in the same league. Yeah, so uh, who balled out for you? Who's on your squad? So who balled out for me? I would say I think uh, Jonathan Taylor definitely did. Jerry oh. Jerry Judy. Um, yeah, because yeah, my quarterback didn't really do too much. I mean, yeah, he was kind of basic. You know what I mean? And then who's your quarterback? Tom Brady. Oh, yeah, he just threw, like, a touchdown. Yeah, he threw one touchdown, had a pick. Yeah, I think he threw for, like, a little over 200 yards. You know, yeah, so. Uh, My quarterback yeah. was Patty, baby. Patty went off this week. Oh, yeah, we're going to we get to him later, too. Yeah, we're going to talk about that later Man. Uh, with Patty because, uh, yeah, he was. <laughs> Patty ain't playing. Exactly. And I kind of said this. Remember I said this? Remember remember I said it in, mm-hmm. you know, going into the season that, yeah, I think he has a little chip on us. He got something to prove, so. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But yeah, man, let's jump right into it, man. You know, obviously, always this overreaction after week one, you know, whether it's good or bad, you know, the fan base either, you know, overreacts in a bad way or they overreact in a good way. Um, So I just want to throw out a couple, you know, teams and a couple, you know, uh, things that are going on, you know, obviously that happened in week one. So obviously, let's start with the defending champs. Um, Obviously, Thursday night football. Last week, uh, opening opening night, uh, Matthew Stafford threw three interceptions. The Rams secondary didn't look good either. Um, so, man, I guess I pose the question to you: Should should the Rams fan base be panicking right now? Is it is it an overreaction, or do you think they'll just be fine? Oh no, they'll be fine. What, what the most important thing about them is they're well coached. So if you're well right, coached, right. If you're two two elements to, to being a good squad, in my opinion, well coached and a solid quarterback, they have both of those things. They have stars on both sides of the ball. They have a star receiver, star pass rusher. He used to be a star corner. I don't know. He been getting cooked recently. I don't know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, he did. That secondary did not look. Not, it's funny. The other corner looked good because he. I think he had one or two interceptions. The other, um, blanking on his. I think his name. His last name is Hill. Um, Troy Hill. Troy Hill, yeah, he looked good, but yeah, Jalen did not look good. I mean, Stephon Diggs kind of did what he wanted, and especially that last touchdown, like, whoo, yeah, I mean, yeah, he did. But uh, yeah, overall, I don't think there's any room for panic. I think right. McVay will get it together. You look at their next game; they're at home. They play the Falcons. That'll be a win. After that, they play the Cardinals, who I actually think there are some concerns there. I think they'll win that. Unfortunately, they got your Cowboys. I think they'll win that. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, you know, just for the circumstances, right? Yeah, now. yeah. No, I got you. I got you. But um, yeah, I think they'll be able to to to, to straighten things up. You got to remember, man. Like week one, every year we see guys get upset. Remember the Steelers beat the Bills last year. The right, Steelers right. Destroyed the Packers. Both of those teams ended up being one of the best teams in the league. So it, you know, in, in a way, it's classic week one reaction. Uh, but no, I think the Rams will be just fine. Yeah, I got to kind of second your, your your sentiments. Yeah, like you said, man, Sean McVay, I'm not going to bet against him. Aaron Donald's still, you know, you know, arguably the the goat of defense, you know what I mean? And then, right, they said, even though Jalen Ramsey got cooked, I mean, look, cor- corners are a hard position to play. I think we've always talked on the show about how hard it is to play corner. A lot of people 
think besides the quarterback position, the cornerback is actually the second hardest position to play in football. So it's hard to be consistently good every week. You know, obviously you're not always going to shut down a receiver. You know, there's a bunch of good receivers in this league. Stephon Diggs is one of the best, obviously. Um, yeah, Jalen Ramsey is going to have those kind of games, but I think he'll be fine. Um, Stafford, yeah, you know, listen, they I, I remember them saying too opening night that a lot of these guys didn't have a preseason. So a lot of them were playing – you know, foot, like a full game for the first time. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, McVay you, never plays guys in the preseason. Exactly, yeah. So these guys are just playing, you know, it, it may have been just rust and, you know, guys being tired, not really in football shape yet. So that can also be be a part of it. But, yeah, like you said, man, it's always classic over, uh, week one of a reaction where the teams that we think are going to be the best teams, you know, lose or you know, like get blown out. And it's like, oh, man, they didn't look good. But, uh-huh. man, they were playing the Bills who we – obviously have a lot of admiration for who we think, are, you know, are Super Bowl favorites are, you know, going to be one of the best teams in the league or maybe even the best team in the league. So, yeah, they look, yeah. they look at Josh Allen is special. man. Yeah. We're going to get to that too. Yeah. We're going to get to that too. But uh, yeah. another game I want to touch on going next, obviously uh, it was, a, it was a great day for you and it was a good, good thing for you to uh, Steelers winning against the Bengals, but uh, Joe Burrow, man, threw four interceptions. I know he was injured in the off season. He had to have surgery and, um, obviously, he did look very rusty, and you could tell he hadn't played football in a little while. Um, but for Bengals fans, do you think it's do, do you think they're in a state of panic? Do you think it's overreaction, or you think they'll be fine as well? I think there's some concerns here. I'm particularly looking at the the uh, offensive line, which mm-hmm. spent a lot of money on in this offseason. Exactly. I, yeah, I thought it would be better. They got absolutely crushed. Seven sacks by the Steelers. Now, listen, the Steelers have led this league in sacks like the last like four years. So right, right. They pretty much get to everybody. I mean, you look at that D-line with Hayward, and now you got Alex Highsmith who had three sacks, and T.J. Watt is just – he's he's just uh, – uh, uh, he's not even human, bro. He's that Right, good. right. But, yeah, they got absolutely destroyed. And, um, you know, Joe Burrow, who usually keeps it pretty cool – was just really making bad decisions with some of these throws. I think it was because he was nervous about that pass rush. So mm-hmm. um, I would be a little concerned because their main issue doesn't look like it's been fixed. Once again, it is early. Maybe they need a little time to gel. Um, but that's, it's a very talented team. I'm not sure how well coached they are. I, I'm not that sold on their coach. Oh, you're not? So, yeah, so I was going to say, because I'm actually so I, – I like uh, their coach. I, I mean, he, he, he had a good year last year. Obviously, they went to the Super Bowl. But right. that, they haven't – Four wins, five wins, four wins. So um, I'm not sure yet. I'm not saying I'm not sold, but I, right. I take that back. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure about him. So um, I think there should be a little bit of concern there because, I mean, you know how it's a copycat league, man. You know yeah, that yeah. If you, if you know how to attack that offensive line, um, it could be trouble for the Bengals. So they're going to have to figure things out. Yeah, I, I'm not as, as much concerned as you are. The only concern with me is with them is that, you know, without division because, yeah, I think, you know, looking at Sunday as a whole for the NFC North and your division, your division may be better than we thought it would be. I mean, obviously, we don't think the Browns are going to be that good, and they won. I mean, I know it's just week one. I mean, the Ravens look pretty much dominant against the Jets, and then you guys beat Cincinnati, and this is who we thought we're going to, you know, who we thought would be the best team in that division. Mm-hmm. That's what concerns me more about the division because, I mean, my thing is, like, I think they'll win this week. Yeah, they'll beat the Cowboys, obviously, this week. I think they'll win this week. I mean, I don't think Joe Burrow is going to have another four-interception game. I think he'll be a little better this week. And plus, like I said, I mean, they're playing the Cowboys who are down a big man. So, uh, yeah, I, I think, they'll, obviously, they'll win this week. But I, my concern is, like, going to the division, how they're going to fare in the division um, mm-hmm. when it's all said and done, especially going – 
you know, deeper into the season because, you know, I, I thought they would they should have beaten, you know, uh, Pittsburgh. I mean, they were at home. Pittsburgh has a new quarterback, you know what yeah. I mean? And, right, while the Steelers still have that great defense, but I thought offensively they would, you know, I thought they would take advantage of the Steelers not being that good offensively, and mm-hmm. they still lost. So that that concerns me. Um, but like you said, I think, you know, they'll get it right as far as gelling. You know, um, the offensive line, yeah, they just spent a lot of money on it. It is new. It, it Sometimes it does take some time, and it's just week one, so we'll see. Hopefully Joe Burrow was just it's just it was just because you know he didn't really have a preseason or a training camp and it's just rust and he's just trying to get back into the swing of things. But I'm not too concerned. Now if they lose to the Cowboys this week, I might then say okay maybe maybe starting to start time to panic because you you don't want to start losing to teams where they have like the quarterbacks are not superior to the quarterback you have. You know what I mean? Like Joe Burrow's obviously better than Mitch Trubisky. The Cowboys are starting to back up. Like, you don't want to start losing to teams that have, like, less, you know, talented ca- quarterbacks. Because my thing is, like, man, when you go against a really good quarterback, what's going to happen? You know what I mean? Yeah, I think um, the only difference with that, with the Steelers one, is it is a divisional game. There's a lot of familiarity there. Like, that's true. Steelers that's true. Their scheme. They know what they like to do. So, division games, I kind of throw out of the window when it comes to that. But you're, you're, I agree with you about the Cowboys one. Like, you can't lose to Cooper Rush. Like, you can't lose to a, a team that looked – absolutely horrible offensively even before Dak got hurt they did not right right exactly yeah you can't you can't yeah yeah, you can't go into Dallas and let the you know the Cowboys bounce back right with a backup quarterback and give them any kind of life you know what I mean because yeah because then like I said if they lose to the Cowboys then I'll then next week when we when we come on here I'll then then I would start saying like okay I think it's time for Bengal fans to start to panic you know what I mean because yeah you can't lose to you know less superior quarterbacks because Eventually, you're going to have to play the Lamar, you know, Lamar Jackson's, you know, um, and then, like I said, the better quarterbacks and not just in that uh, division, but, you know, all over, you know, all over the league. So, yeah, so they got to be careful. But uh, like I said, I, I, I'm I, not going to panic yet because I think they will beat Dallas. And I think once they do, maybe things will start to kind of get rolling, give them a little life. And, uh, you know, I think all will be well in Cincinnati. Yeah. All right. So we're moving on. So last year. You know, I think I came on here. I, I know you were you were more like you know, no, don't panic, not to be concerned. But last year, the Packers, you know, started off the same way they started off this year, getting blown out on the road, not looking good. Um, yeah, they they didn't look good in all phases of the game, offense, defense. Um, you know, I know it's just week one because they did this last year, and I was end up having you know, uh, you know, one of the best records in the NFC and in the league, but. Do you think it's cost? Do you think it's a little different this year uh, for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers? Should it be a little bit concerned more now, or is it? Do you think it's just like last year? They'll still be they'll be fine. All right. So with the first topic we had, I was I was uh, I was more optimistic about the Rams. The second one, I was more pessimistic about the the Bengals. I'm kind of in the middle with the Packers for two reasons. One, mm-hmm. um, the, the the optimist in me is looking at their schedule. I mean, they look, I know the Bears won last week. It was a sloppy game. Uh, they're not winning in Lambeau. That's not happening. Okay. Okay. So, I don't know if you agree with that. They're not going No, you know why I don't agree with that? Well, he's no, no, I'm not saying I don't agree with that. But <laughs> what what happened yesterday, I, I, I'm very upset, Kwab. We're going to get to that later. I, I am just, I, I, I mean, I was telling people now when you said that was one of the most guaranteed games in a long time that I thought was a guarantee. And yeah, we'll, we'll talk about our, Just to let our listeners know, we're talking about the Monday night game. Yeah, the Monday night game. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, we're talking about the, the Broncos-Seahawks game. 
uh, Russell Wilson coming back to Seattle. Uh, yeah, so we'll get to that later. Because how, uh, how are you relating that to the Bears Packers game? No, just because I mean, you know, it just goes back to you know, it's any given Sunday in this league. You know, we think things are short things. You know, you say there's no chance, or oh, this team's not. The only one I I think we were very that we did call that we, we said they had no chance with the Jets. I mean, that was that went pretty much according to plan, but. You think games are guaranteed and games are going to, you know, like, you know, you look at certain matchups and you look at certain teams like, oh, man, there's no way that team is winning this game or winning, you know, right, someplace, you know, if they're on the road or at home or whatever. And then, you know, like, like just take for last this, this past Sunday, I know it's just week one, but a lot of our games that we thought were kind of like shoe-ins or we thought, yeah, there's no way they're going to win, didn't end up happening. It was, I was actually the opposite. And. You know, the only game that I can really think that went according to plan was the Jets. You know, the Ravens kind of, you know, dominated and took care of business with that. But every other game was kind of like head scratchers. Like, huh? Like, even though some teams end up still winning, it was like, wait a minute. Like, what, what's going on here? Like, I know it's week one, but yeah, I mean, because you just looked at certain games and like the, the team that we thought were going to win, they were more talented. I mean, even on paper, you're like, yeah, like, how did they lose? But. Yeah, I mean, just because this is the NFL, that's why you can't really. There's no guarantee, and um, but but don't you think once it, it's going back to the Steelers Bengals game, like mm-hmm. I just feel like divisional games are a little more, uh, I don't want to say predictable, but like the Bears, like Rodgers never loses to them. Like it just, it just. Well, according to him, he owns them. According to what he said last year. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Let, let's just say, like, look, let, let's just say the Packers should win that. How about that? They should right, win that game. Right, right, right. There you go. I think um, we, I think that's what we need to start saying, that they should win. But I don't think we can say anymore, like, oh, this is a guarantee or no chance or, yeah, it's no way because yeah. it's any given Sunday, man. Like I said, we're going to talk about the Monday night game where we thought, like, yeah. Hold up. No so does that, does that mean you don't have your three checkmark games anymore? That That's a thing, though. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, man, because <laughs> – it's, I'm starting to question my three-check mark, mark like, you know, my, uh, you know, my uh, accuracy on that. It's, it's uh, still a thing. It's week one. It, upsets happen. It, it's still a thing. There's still going to be, like, there's, eight weeks from now, it's going to be, uh, who, who's terrible? Man, maybe the Seahawks aren't even as terrible. I was using them as a horrible. <laughs> and, the, yeah, exactly. and the Giants won, too, so they're not horrible. Yeah, we're going to talk about them later, too. We're yeah, I'm sorry, like, team. eight weeks from now when it's Jets, at Chiefs, you're not going to be like any given. No, no, well, no, no. I just said, but here's the thing with the Jets. I just said the Jets look horrible, and we 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 kind of said that we said the Jets would be one of the worst teams. They look like one of the worst teams in Week One. So I think their trajectory is going according to plan. Like the Ravens dominated. They 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 completely controlled that whole game. And I don't know who the Jets play this week, but I, if if whoever you know, I, I'm taking out the team whoever they're playing because I mean, yeah, the Jets looked absolutely awful. I mean, they were at home. And I know it's just week one, but yeah, we kind of called with the Jets. But I would say all the other teams that I had kind of named last week that I thought would be terrible, some surprised me. I was like, okay, maybe they won't be as bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, but the yeah, back to the point I was making with the Packers. So like, I look at their schedule and I see the Bears coming up. I see the Patriots who did not look good. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I see the Giants. Let's go. That's my other team. Let's go Giants. I see that. (laughs) I see the. I see the Jets. So. Oh, am I concerned about them still winning games? I am not. But am I concerned right. about their offense and their lack of – it's not even that they have a lack of receivers. It's more Aaron Rodgers. Does TS trust issues? Like, you throw to your rookie receiver, Christian Watson, second-round pick, bad drop. He's a rookie. Drops are going to happen. It's a big spot. You're in Minnesota, one of the 
you know, I know they're a very inconsistent team. They're good like every other year. That's still a really tough place to play. Right, so, like, right. You don't throw to him once in the first quarter and then not throw again, throw it to him again until like the, the fourth. Like, you can't do that, man. Like, one thing I can't stand about Rodgers is he gets these little attitudes and he won't throw to guys. And it's like, bro, you got to learn to encourage these dudes. Like, you have a group of receivers that are either super young or super old. They don't really have anything in the middle. Like right. bro, they have a they have a rookie in Christian Watson. Then they have like Sammy Watkins and Randall Cobb. Right, exactly. Like they exactly. don't have any guys that are like not old or too young. Like, you right, know what I mean? right. So he's just got to give it a little bit more time, be more patient. So I am concerned about the offense a little bit, but I still think they'll be fine. So but here's my concern with the Packers, unlike last year. Like, right, I, I think I was one who thought, you know, after they had lost to the Saints, said, yeah, I don't know about the Packers. But the concern with me, I think, my, what differs from last year to this year is, right, they don't have Devontae Adams. He doesn't have a number one receiver, right? He has a lot of young receivers, a lot of – or he has, right, the old receivers. And the problem it, you just mentioned is that Rodgers is not a good leader. He's not an encourager. He's not no. one of those guys that's going to galvanize the guys and, like, all right, come on, guys. Like, don't worry about it. You, you dropped it. Cool. I'm coming right back. He's kind me. of a front runner. When things yeah, are good, he's, he's, he's not – He's not that type of guy. Mm. So that's what concerns me. So my thing is if things start going south, he's going to get worse or he's going to start acting worse as, as the season goes on. And, you know, you'll start to hear the, you know, the, 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 the rumblings of, oh, I don't want to be here, you know, trade me, or I'm going to retire because he doesn't have the receivers. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's my concern with the Packers that I agree. Their schedule is very favorable going forward after, after the Vikings. So, if they can reel off about three or four straight, I think all will be well. But I would hate to see if they go, let's say they go two and two in the next four four games. I think that that can be a concern. I don't think Rodgers is going to accept that. And you can start, you know, you already said that Rodgers has an attitude. He can be a diva. Not even be a diva. He is a diva. Um, I don't think that bodes well for the Packers organization or the team. And you can see things going south very quickly. So mm-hmm. I think these, these next, you know, four or five games stretch is going to be very important for them. Cause like I said, if they can win those, yeah, they're good. Like I said, I, I think they'll beat the jets. They should beat the bears. They should be a lot of those teams that you named coming up. But like I said, this is, this is not an any given Sunday league anymore. You know, any given, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, this is not a, like a guarantee, you know, like, yo, that team's going to win, you know, it's any given Sunday now, like, you know, things happen. So, you know, like I said, if I'm the Packers, you know, I just hope, right. This, the schedule going forward, at least for the next, you know, five games, is favorable and they can take advantage of it because if not, yeah, I think a lot of heads are going to roll in Green Bay. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so we mentioned this team earlier. Now, yeah, we, we talked about the Rams, you know, obviously to open up the open up the show and how they lost to the Bills, who looked great. You know, Josh Allen looked sick. He was amazing. Stephon Diggs. Oh, man. I mean, Von Miller, man, it's like – and I think you mentioned it, that he was going to have a resurgence. I think he's going to have a resurgence. Yeah, he's yeah, getting resurgence backwards at this point. He looked absolutely great. He looks amazing. Um, really good. He looks like that old Von Miller, like the prime Von Miller. Mm. Um, I don't even know why I'm kind of asking this question, but, it, you know, I guess it has to be asked. Are, are, the, are the Buffalo Bills legit the best team in the NFL, and do you think they're still the team, the favorite team that will win the Super Bowl? Well, I mean, I saw what KC did, and we got to remember KC's. Yeah, we'll get to them later. Yeah, KC didn't win the AFC last year, but they did have the number one seed. Right. So, right. if somebody wanted to make an argument, we're we're going this just we're going based off of the Chiefs' history, and the and how the Chiefs looked on Sunday at Arizona. Right. They looked amazing. The offense, like Mahomes, was incredible. Five right. touchdowns, 
like 70, almost 75 or whatever percent completion percentage might have even been higher than that. Um, yeah, I, it, it's hard for me to not look at them and say, let's not forget they're the team that's beaten the Bills in the playoffs the last two years. Were we were we wrong? Were we wrong about the Chiefs? Um, I mean, probably because I, my concern with them wasn't offense; it was it was the defense, and maybe the Cardinals are just have some major issues. First of all. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury, who I don't think is good, came out. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Said, oh, we're not practicing well. Like, bro, how are you not practicing? It's like week one. Like, this should be when everybody's energized, nobody's hurt, like every nobody's banged up yet. He's like, yeah, we need to have like better practice habits. That's on you. That's on the coach. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I don't know. If Kyler's probably playing like Call of Duty or something, so he doesn't. Really care. <laughs> yeah, but right. Um, yeah, this is a tough one because I. I mean, you know how I feel about Josh Allen and, and the right, Bills. right, right. I, I think the Bills defensively are better, but man, based off of the history, like I said, of the Chiefs and what I saw in Week One and the fact that they beat the Bills the last couple of years, I'm gonna say the Chiefs right now. Um, right now, going into Week Two, I'm gonna say Chiefs. So the only reason I disagree with you, I thought as a whole Buffalo looked good because even though Josh Allen was amazing, Stephon Diggs, um, I thought on both sides of the ball they played well because even like I said, Von Miller. Had a great game. Uh, their secondary looks good, even out with, without uh, Ladarius White. You know what I mean? Um, oh, Ladarius Smith. Yep. I'm, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Who's good? I think he's going to be out for like the, you know, for the first four games of the season um, with an injury. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, they looked as a whole. They look good. So I watched that game with the Chiefs and the Cardinals. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes was amazing. The offense was amazing. Their D at times did still didn't look good. Like I mean, they were getting a they did get a pass rush on Kyler, but. When they weren't able to get a pass rush, Kyler was still able to kind of do his thing, and because they you know, didn't like, do much offensively, did they? The Cardinals, like I feel like, I mean, because they, I mean, well, the thing is, the Cardinals scored twenty one points, and she scored forty four points. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, I, I still thought Kyler was able to still get the ball, like you know, downfield, because like, I, and I think you said this in uh, in the preseason. Like, I agree with you. Like, the the Chiefs secondary is not good. You know, that's their one weakness. If any weakness you can attack is the second. So if you get time and their pass rushes to get there, you can throw on them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The problem is, right, on the other side, you still got to stop Patrick Mahomes, which the Cardinals were not able to do. Um, so, like I said, but like I said, you know, before the season started, I knew Patrick Mahomes was going to come and have a little chip on his shoulder because of what was being said in the offseason about them losing Tyreek Hill, that they weren't the same team. You know, obviously they lost to the Bengals in the AFC Championship game. People are saying, oh, you know, the Chiefs are not that team anymore. They're not good. You know, now it's just Mahomes and Kelsey. Um, you know, Andy Reid's old. They were hearing all that. You know what I mean? They were listening. You know what I mean? They were they were digesting all that. So I kind of knew, like, all right, I'm not saying that they're the Super Bowl favorites, but I knew they would still be a good team and a, and a force to reckon with in the AFC. Um, and I think I, I picked them as a wild card team, you know, for this season. But, uh, yeah, man, uh, I mean, like, I, I agree with you. I mean, the Chiefs, the Chiefs look good. But I'm still gonna roll with the Bills uh, as the best team that I, that I'm I, that I've seen after Week One. Just like I said, as a whole, when you look at everything together, from offense to defense, I, I still I'm still rolling with the Bills because I think I picked them to win the Super Bowl anyway. Yeah, so I think the Bills are still to me the best team in the NFL and, and still the front runners to win the Super Bowl. But the Chiefs will be right there. Obviously, it was a great playoff game last year. I love to see that as the AFC Championship game. So uh, the, yeah, the Bills still have to get over that Chiefs hump. They have not beat them. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. I know. Yeah, they, they play. They play each other this year, right? Though, right in the regular season. I mean, they were both the. They both won their division, so yeah. Right, exactly. As I said, so yeah, they're gonna play each other. So, 
But wait, but didn't the Bills beat didn't the Bills beat them last year in the regular season? Yeah, but they lost them in the playoffs. They lost them in the playoffs, right? So you're saying over the hump as far as like in the playoffs? Yeah, they got to beat them in the right. Now, the, the, the other thing the Bills need is they need home field. If yes, they, I agree. Like I agree. you can't like you can't go to KC. Look, the Bengals won in KC. I'm not saying it's impossible. To right, play, right, right. It's a Brady won in KC, but you have to play such a great game overall to win there. Like Buffalo at home is going to be insanely hard to beat in like January. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, bro. So they, 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 that's going to be awesome to see who kind of finishes atop the AFC because right. Um, and actually I said earlier that the chiefs were the one seed. It was actually the Titans. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> they were the oh, one. that's right. I forgot about them. Yeah. I totally forgot. They, they didn't the look seed. that good this weekend. By the way. <laughs> yeah, they did not. No. And actually that's a good segue into our next, the next, uh, <laughs> Uh, question, which I I think we'll have a lot of fun with. So obviously, as you know, me and Quab, we always we were going over you know last week who we think would be the worst teams you know in the league this year, and obviously some of them got wins on Sunday, and one got one yesterday. So obviously, the, you know, the Giants beat the Titans as you mentioned, uh, the Bears that beat the Niners, and then obviously the biggest one, the Seahawks beat the Broncos last night. I'm still not getting over that. Um, but which team has the potential to not be the worst team in the league? <laughs> so the Seahawks, the Seahawks was a very emotional win to me. Okay. Return okay. to Seattle. Um, you know, Gino, huge, huge, huge chip on his shoulder. Everybody thinks he's terrible. Like, I really, res- man, I-, I was really impressed with Gino on Monday night. Yeah, I was too. I want to give props what to do. He played really well. He didn't play great in the second half, but in the first half, right. he was pretty much perfect. 17, 15, 170 mm-hmm. something, you know, 60 something yards, two touchdowns. So, um, I think the Seahawks was more emotional. I, I'm not, I'm still not confident they'll be good in the long stretch because I don't like right. the defense. Uh, the Bears. The but Bears. Their defense, oh, wait, before you got to the Bears, their defense did look good last night, though. I know, like you said, maybe it was an emotional thing. Yeah, right. That's what Wilson was there because they did look good last night. I was shocked because I'm like, man, like, yeah, because, dude, they, they forced, what, three fumbles or something like that? No, like, I think, though. I'm going to put a lot of that blame to me goes on Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah, which we'll get to later. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We can do a lot of things later. How long is it? (laughs) (laughs) So I just, he just such boneheaded plays. And like, how do you kick a field goal on a fourth and five when you have Russell? Like, you're paying this man 200 something million dollars. Like, anyway. So, um, yeah, like I said, Seahawks, I'm still not sold on. The Bears, bad weather game. That would have been tough for anybody to to to, to win. Um, but I give them props. They beat a, um, a team I th- I think is going to be good. I know you're not as big on the Niners this year. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not because I don't. I don't like. I don't. I'm not seeing it with Trey Lance. And I watched some of that game. And then they were actually. And, you know, it's funny. A lot of the analysts and commentators were talking about like how you saw good things and then you saw some really bad things. Like, yeah, I just didn't like some of the. You know, he he missed guys wide open, overthrowing guys. Um, the weather wasn't the issue. You you, you don't think that's a, a pass or anything? Well, so the so the here's the thing though, like the the plays, like when he was doing it, like he, he wasn't like he was like running out of the pocket and you know slipping or anything. Like he was in the pocket and you know he had protection and he had a clean pocket where he could throw. Now you're right, maybe the receivers slipped. I don't know. Obviously, they don't show the whole route, so maybe it was the receivers. Um, but I know, like, one of the throws, he had a guy, like, re- wide open, and he, he overthrew him. Like, the guy was there. He, you know, like, I don't think that had anything to do with weather. And it just some of them, like I said, it was just missed throws. Like, he, uh, one play, like, the guy was open, he threw it, like, out of bounds. I, I don't know if that was the wind or maybe the rain affected the throw. I don't I don't know. I don't like to make excuses, but I'm just not seeing it. That's just that's just me. Like, you know, I'm, I'm not seeing it. But 
maybe I'll, I'll be proven wrong down the road. I know, like you said, you, you're bigger on them than I am, but I'm not seeing it from Trey Lance, at least right not right now. I, let's see when he plays, I guess, in a good weather, a good weather game. Maybe I can judge him better, but I mean, I don't know. I think, you know, quarterbacks are, are able to adapt and adjust most of the time, even in back. Look, Lamar Jackson played well and it rained all day at, at MetLife against the Jets and he still threw for three touchdowns. So I don't know. Like, I mean, I don't want to, I don't like to give, you know, QBs excuses like, oh, it was the weather. You know, you know what it is. It is what it is. Um, so. Justin Fields did what he had to do, and they won the game. So that's how I look at it. But, uh, you know, maybe I'm proving wrong down the road. So we'll see. You know what I'm wondering, too, is you know, it's all you know, it's all about situation and circumstances. So right. do we know for a fact that Trey Lance is even better than than um, than the, than Justin Fields? Maybe Justin Fields is better. He's just in a chronic crappy team with no line. Like if right. Justin Fields on the Niners, does he look better there? Right, right, exactly, right. Well, that's I mean, that's my thing. That's what I'm saying to you. Like, that's what I thought before the season. Like, I ha- I haven't seen enough of Trey Lance. And obviously, look, the Niners and the that organization knows more than I do because they see him every day in practice. And obviously, they saw something where they think he's better than Garoppolo, better option than Garoppolo. Where he's the future right now. That it's time to start him. I'm not seeing it. But you know, I'm not going to question. I'm you know, listen. I'm not a football personnel. I'm not in the organization. You know, I'm not a scout. So. They obviously know more than I do, so maybe they see something. I don't see it, but uh, and maybe I'll be proven wrong. But like I said, right now I'm not seeing it. Like I said, maybe given the benefit of the doubt, right? It was bad. It was horrible weather in Chicago, but he's gonna have to face that, you know. Sometimes, I mean, it ain't always pretty in San Francisco either. You know, that's that's Northern California, so I mean, it ain't always gonna be sunny and you know, 75 degrees. So I mean, he has to get used to that. So I'll give him another shot and see how he looks in good weather, but. You know, like I said, I'm not seeing it, but hey, I could be proven wrong. Yeah, and I think that as, as far as the other team, the Giants, um, props to them. Your, bo- your, your, your second favorite team, your boys. I know. I thought Saquon looked great. I he did. He did. He actually did. Explosive. Yeah. He was cutting. Yeah. He was, his field vision is as good as ever. I, I was really impressed. Uh, mm-hmm. Lost by the Titans. You can't lose at home to the Giants. Uh, <laughs> but you yeah. what? I, I, and, and, you know, we, we talked about this on early podcasts, Darian, how – coaching you know all oh, the giants are gonna suck i'm like all right they may not be good that's fair but they don't have joe judge anymore they have brian dable a guy who's actually competent who up one of the best offenses in the league with the bills over the last couple of years yeah yeah very very ballsy too man some of these calls of course they the calls always look better when they're converted right <laughs> right right right, right. going into ot he just went for the win and it ended up working out but you know that that just shows you that you trust your players, and I think the I think players love that man. They love to see their coach believe in them, take that chance, and um, who knows? Who knows where this could take the Giants? You know, I don't have the Giants' schedule in front of me, but who knows, man? Maybe they can get off to a little, you know, four and two start, or you you never know. What if the Giants end up, <laughs> you know, like okay? So I'm pulling up I'm pulling up this schedule now. They got. The Panthers in New York coming up. They can, That's a winnable game. That's a winnable they, game. They can win that. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, they got the Cowboys now in yeah. New York. Yeah. They can win that. After that, they got the Bears at home. They have three straight home games. They can win that. Right, right. They yeah. have to be 4-0, and baby, the Giants. <laughs> now, after that, it gets a little tough. They got the Packers. They got the Ravens. But then they got the Jags and the Seahawks and the Texans and the Lions and the Cowboys. Bro, I mean, are we talking Super Bowl here? So wait, is they so is Danny Danny uh Danny Danny, Tr- Danny Trillions Danny Trillion gonna get a long term deal? No, that, 
It doesn't even matter. He could get MVP this year. They will not give him a long-term deal. Yeah, because I would say that would be the biggest mistake. Don't like I would hope and pray they wouldn't do that. And, uh, what if he won MVP and he won a chip? I still wouldn't give him a long-term deal. I mean, I'm being 100% I might real. do it. I might do it. I got to do it. <laughs> you can't give me three or four bad years, and in one year, you're just awesome. MVP, like, a chip? No, nah, I'm, I'm giving him a deal. <laughs> I'll take that risk. Here's the thing. Fans are going to give you, like, a couple of years of leeway. They'll be like, oh, well, we just want a title. So, like, they'll be cool with being, like, if it doesn't work out, they'll be like, well, we still got to win a Super Bowl. So, you know, you, yeah. you have, like, a three-year, like, a two- to three-year window after you win a chip. Like, fans right. will be okay for a while. I mean, well, I want to see the Giants against, obviously, like, in one division. Obviously, yeah, they're going to get the wins against the Cowboys, but I want to see them against the Commanders, the Eagles. So, I think those are better, like, measuring sticks. And, like, right, when they play, like, the Pack, the Packers, who we think will be good, and the Ravens, um, I think those are better measuring sticks. They're obviously right, because these next few games, they're all winnable games. Now, here's the thing, right, this is week one, and, you know, crazy things happen. If they lose that game on Sunday to the Panthers, we're going to be right back here saying, oh, yeah, here we go. This is what it the, depends this, on how they look. I mean, if they lose, right? It depends on how they look. I agree. I mean, but yeah, like you know, this is a winnable game. I mean, the Panthers didn't look great against the Browns, who didn't have their starting quarterback and lost to a backup. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't, you allow them to come in there and win after you just had a great upset win yourself. You know, this past week against the Titans. Yeah, we're gonna be back back here. Like, oh yeah, this is what we kind of thought. You know what I mean? So yeah, I mean, we just it's just more of a wait and see. Um, I think, like you said, with all these teams, I'm. I'm not going to get caught up in the week one hype. I know, right, they won. But, yeah, I want to see them against, obviously, you know, other competition, obviously better competition. And, you know, like with the Bears, I want to see them on the road. Like, right, going to Lambeau. I want to see the Seahawks play the Rams or play better better team. You know, like you said, that was an emotional night. I mean, the Broncos, I still think are going to be good. But I want to see them outside of, okay, now that that's done, like, what do you do now? Same thing with the Giants. Like, okay, you got a great win this week. What do you do against the Panthers this week? So I want to see how they kind of, you know, how they go, you know, this this week coming forward. Like, okay, can they capitalize off those wins that they had? Or are they going to kind of revert or kind of digress back to what we think they're going to be? You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 All right. I kind of know the answer to this question, but I'll ask it anyway. Um, obviously, you know, we've been talking about them all, all this whole show, mentioning them. But the Cowboys, uh, obviously, losing Dak Prescott second time in – what three years? I think he's been injured. You know, um, I I, I want to hear this answer from not just from this season. We kind of know what's going to happen this season because they didn't look good when he right when he was playing. What do you think are the long term effects of this of him being hurt now? And you know, kind of the organization like you know, Mike McCarthy's obviously on the hot seat, and we already know kind of if he doesn't do well this year, he's out. So, what do you think are the long term kind of effects for the Cowboys going forward? It's a tough question for me because I don't really know how good Cooper Rush is. Like, you, I, I texted you a couple of days ago. I'm like, yeah, how is he? Like, does he make really good throws? Like, what is he good at? That's, that's what I was kind of asking myself as I was texting you. Like, is, is he mobile? Like, I, I don't know. Does he have a strong arm? I don't know what, right. like, trait. I don't know what his, his like, mm-hmm. traits are. So, it's hard for me to say, like, you know, look, it's easy to look at the schedule now and be like, oh, the Cowboys are going to lose this, 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 this. They're not going to lose every game. They're going to win some games, just like most, just like every team wins a game or two. Right, right, right. So it's hard to say, you know what? I was pretty impressed with the defense. If I could take anything out of that Cowboys game. Yes, I agree with you. Uh, I agree like, with you. Fournette kind of had his way a little bit, um, but I thought Parsons looking like he was elected. He had two sacks. Elected. Yeah. And it was like back to back, too. So, yeah, no, no, no. He's the real deal. Like, I mean, we, well, yeah. you know, I, I kind of said it that he has the chance to be. You know, defensive player of the year. I know, I mean, he might be on a bad team, but 
yeah, I mean, that's how good he is. I mean, he's he's legit. You know, he's legit. He's a monster. Like, you know, I the, the one thing I feel bad about for him is, like, you know, he may have some wasted years here because, I mean, this is his second year. But he's young. He gets fine. He'll be fine. So, I mean, because, yeah, it just seems like sometimes – I mean, I'm then maybe this is the fan talking to me. I feel like we've had a lot of guys that had, like, wasted years. And then it's funny, like, as they get later on in their career and the Cowboys, like, kind of either, like, let them go or think they go and – they're they're they win a Super Bowl or they they're better off at another team, <laughs> right? You know, a la Demarcus Ware. Demarcus Ware left, won a Super Bowl with the Broncos. You know what I mean? It's like people leave us and then do better, but when they're there, it's like they yeah, it's like wasted. They waste their prime. It's like yeah, I'm good, but I'm not. You know, it's just not a good team and not a good organization. So um, that's my only concern with Mark Micah and as long as he stays healthy, and you no, know, he's gonna be yeah, he'll be a beast for a while. Um, yeah, but I, you know, I, I look at the Cowboys and once again, take a look at the schedule. It's really hard to tell, obviously, this early which teams are legit. Right, right. There's Giants, Rams. Like, we'll see. I think the Eagles, we we, we picked them to win the East. I still believe that. Right. They didn't right. look great defensively in week one, uh, but we knew they, they didn't. Yeah. Yeah. We knew the Lions would be a feisty team, though. They're, they're pretty good offensively, too, but. Um, we'll see. I wonder if the Cowboys are going to bring in another quarterback. Like, there's a, you know, I've, I've heard Cam's name has been coming up. I'm like, oh. Yeah, I've heard Garoppolo has, has also come up, I, I guess. I'd be surprised yeah. if the Niners traded him to the, the big. Well, Kyle Shanahan already came out and said that they will listen to anybody. They'll listen to offers. So, mm. I think he was, he was he was asked a question. He was posed a question if the Cowboys were to call. And he said that he basically just said in a general sense that they'll listen to all offers. Like, they'll listen. So, it's not like, you know, it's not like it's out of the realm of possibility. Like, no way. Now we're not going to trade them. So it looks like they're willing to trade them. It's just, it depends on what the package is and what the offer is. I think that's what it's sounding like with Garoppolo. Um, Cause I definitely wouldn't give up first round picks for him. You know what I mean? Um, you so know. hypothetical situation, hypothetical, you, mm-hmm. you trade for Jimmy G today. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. He starts, he starts week two against the Bengals. Looks really good. Like, oh, wow. That's quick turnaround. Looks good. Mm-hmm. Beats the Giants, beats the Commanders. Like, damn, he went these three, you know. Because one thing about Jimmy G, whether people like him or not, because I think he's okay. He he has a really high win percentage. Like, he's won a lot of games. So, like, let let's say in some crazy world, he comes in, you win five out of six. You guys are hot. Offense looks pretty good. Dak is back. Do you keep the hot hand in, or do you have to go right back to Dak? Well, they'll go back to Dak because they have to justify the money. You can't pay. As a fan, what do you what do you want as a fan? Well, I mean, if that happens, I would rather keep Jimmy G. So you keep- know, I'm always I'm always going to go with the hot hand, just like what Dak did to, to Romo. Got Romo it, got went it. down. Got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But nah, I mean, then I look. I'm a Cowboy fan. I you know I've been a Cowboy fan for years. Obviously, as everybody knows, this is a show and knows me like. I already know what the thinking is. Like, even if they were to get Jimmy G, which I don't think they're going to get Jimmy G anyway. Like, I think they're either going to stick with Rush, which is, I think, a mistake too, or they'll go after somebody like, you know, right, Cam Newton to see how that works out because they don't have to pay him that much. And he's a backup at this point of his career. So, um, yeah, they're not going to go get Jimmy G because, right, because here's the thing. You, I know Jerry Jones thinking. His thinking is like, okay, right, just that, that, that same scenario you just put together that what if Jimmy G comes in here he lights it up, we start winning, and then he has to make a crucial decision about that. <laughs> I don't before. trust Jerry Jones to make a good decision. No, he's not. He's not. Because Jerry Jones is always going to think with his wallet instead of with, you know, the logical, for, you know, winning. He doesn't – Jerry Jones is thinking about winning. He thinks with his wallet and how he makes money. So his thing is like, okay, how am I going to bench a quarterback I'm paying $40 million to? I just gave a big over $100 million contract to two years ago. And now we have Jimmy G, who, yes, 
is hot and has the team going, how do I justify that? Because it, it, here's the thing. The, you know how I know? It's the same reason why Zeke, Zeke Elliott is still on the team. Like, Zeke shouldn't be on the team anymore. Zeke should have been cut probably, like, two years ago. Mm-hmm. But he's kept him because of that contract. Like, first of all, he knows nobody will – he can't trade Zeke because nobody's going to take on that contract. And, yeah, he had to justify playing Zeke. Like, okay, I gave Zeke all this money. He knew – he knew. I think after a while, you know, Jerry knew it was a bad contract. And he's like, yeah, I have to justify it. So, I know how he thinks. So, like, I don't think even if Jimmy G was to come in – and let's say he was even to go undefeated, he comes in, he's 6-0. and you know, and he will still go with Dak. They'll still say, "All right, Dak's coming in." You know, Jimmy G will be the backup. I that you know that's that's how I know things will go. But again, I don't think we're gonna get Jimmy G. Um, just know how the Cowboys have operated the last five years, ten years. You know, they don't go after the big name guys anymore. They don't do that big splash anymore. I mean, I know they did it with Amari, and you know that one time. But normally, they don't do those big splashes, you know, especially when people want it or when they need it, you know, they do it like unexpectedly. So yeah, I, I don't see that happening. Like I said, I think it's going to be Cooper rush and cam or cam if they get him. And uh, yeah, that's what, that's basically how, how that would go. Yeah. I, I was not impressed before Dak got hurt. And right. Anytime you go into a season and the main issue of your team is what the main concern was before the game even started. For example, like look at the Packers. Our one of our biggest question marks with the Packers was are their receivers gonna look good? They didn't look right. Good. That's kind of a concern, you know. And, right. Uh we, we were worried about the offensive line for the Cowboys, for the run game, for you know, not having do we know we don't know if CeeDee Lamb's a number one and and those all kind of came um, into play when we saw them on Sunday night. So, right, yeah, definitely a concern. Um, I, I I don't know if Cooper Rush is any good. Like I was like I was saying earlier, so could be a long season for the Cowboys. But man, look, it's only one game. You, you win week two somehow, and who knows, man? So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Well, you got some good news today from from uh, your boys. Our next question. So T.J. Watt obviously had was another uh, big time play that was injured on Sunday. Um, but it was good news today, saying that he obviously it's not season ending that he'd be out for only six weeks. Um, how do you think that uh, it will still impact the Steelers? Because obviously, like you said, T.J. Watt, I mean, I, I don't think it's arguable. I think, I mean, well, besides maybe Aaron Donald, mm-hmm. he's, you know, the second best, you know, defensive player in the league. How do you think it affects the uh, Steelers' defense going forward for the next six weeks? Yeah, that, you know, man, like you said, it's thank- thankfully he's not out for the season. Obviously. Yeah. Surgery, but one thing about the Steelers, Doug D, we've known each other for 20 years now, and mm-hmm. – out of the 20 years, I would say maybe about 17 of them, our defense has been pretty good. Right, right. <laughs> so, exactly. like, it's crazy. So as amazing as T.J. Watt is, of course, um, gosh, man, you have a lot of playmakers on this defense. Like, Minka Fitzpatrick was incredible in week one. Oh, yeah. Well, he's a big – I mean, he's turning in. I mean, <laughs> yeah. if he's not the best, you know, safety in the league, I mean, he's top three. Yeah, he's you know up what there. I mean? He's up there. I mean, yeah, definitely, yeah. And his blocked field goal, he was all over the place, man. Right. So – I, I bring him up because there are some other playmakers on this team. Now, if you're looking, he's in the secondary. So obviously um, they're still going to have to find that consistent pass rush because I remember when I was watching the game with you uh, last year, I think it was the opener and you're like, yo, TJ Watts always near the quarterback. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and you're right. Every place right there. It's like, how is he double team him? He does a spin movies right there. So that's obviously going to be a, a major absence, but I think, with the pressure that a guy like Cam Hayward brings was another great player, man. Cam Hayward and um, our other guy on the other side, um, Alex Highsmith, who, you know, he, he's really only known to Steeler fans, but he had three sacks on Sunday. So 
um, they're still going to find ways to bring that pressure. They love to blitz with right. their backs, with nickel backs. So they'll get creative, man. I think having Brian Flores there um, in, in, with Tomlin, they're, they're just – they seem to have a different attitude this year. They're extremely confident. Tomlin said before the season, I expect this defense to be dominant. And that's what they were on Sunday. So Right, right. Yeah, it'll be it'll be significant, but I think they can kind of, you know, hold they can they can stay above water until he comes back. Hopefully they're a, a game above 500 or something, but yeah, I think they should end up being okay. Yeah, the Steelers will always find a way. I I'm not worried. Um he's even though he's such a yeah, like you said, right. TJ Watt is such a beast like arguably like I said you know, behind, but you know, behind Aaron Donald's probably, like I said, the second best defensive player in the league. Um, yeah, I'm not worried because, like you said, the Steelers always find a way for the defense still to be good. I mean, he he's their best defensive player, but mm-hmm. as you said, you named other guys that are going to step up. And, like, right, I mean, Tomlin and Flores, they're both defensive-minded dudes. You know, Tomlin obviously has been the head coach there for a while, but he's still a defensive-minded guy. Yeah, I don't, I don't think there's going to be any issues. I think they won't be maybe as good with, you know, obviously they were with TJ Watt, but they'll be fine. You know, they'll be able to hold until he comes back. You know what I mean? Um, I don't have the, the schedule up in front of me, but I'm sure they play some teams where, you know, if how they, if they play the, if they play those teams, how they play against the Bengals, they'll be fine. You know, well, so they'll still get their next two games. They got the Patriots <laughs> to their home opener. They should be able to win that. They looked awful offensively, the Patriots. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're, I agree. They're at the Browns. Um, you know, that, I'm not saying that's an easy game, obviously, but the Browns offensively, their run game is good, but they're not going to beat you through the air. So, mm-hmm. And then they got the Jets, which I always chalk up as a win. So, Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, they have a, a favorable schedule coming up. Then they got a gauntlet, Bills, P- Bucks, Dolphins, Eagles. It's gonna be tough. Yeah, so, that's ooh, that's yeah, that's a tough four four game stretch. They Saints are decent, then Bengals again, Colts. Right. Eh, I know we're not big on the Colts. Yeah. Falcons. So yeah, they they have a, a good chance to start off maybe three and one, four and zero oh by the time Watts Watt gets back. Maybe their best case scenario five and two. So um, yeah, I, I think they could be in a good spot by the time he gets back. All right. So this is how, yeah okay. So yeah, I'm glad we got to this point of the show. This is you know we're about to wrap it up here, mm-hmm. but uh. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I'm not even a Broncos fan, mm-hmm. and what I saw last night was absolutely some of the worst coaching and time management I've ever seen. And you know, the Cowboys have had some bad with the Jason Garrett years, and even with it, with um, you know, Mike McCarthy <laughs> early. Some of those, obviously, you, you saw you saw the playoff game against the Niners last year. What we did yeah. that was absolutely awful. But last night was probably some of the worst time management. I've ever seen and just coaching that I've ever seen to, to in, in, in a close game. I mean, first of all, Nathaniel Hackett, I mean, <laughs> you Yo, know, what did, I text I, you? what did I text you during that game? At, like at the end, I'm like, wait, why is he calling timeouts now? <laughs> they already, <laughs> that's oh, what I didn't so get this, either. Yeah, why, was, yeah. why was this man calling timeouts after the game was pretty much over? Like they lost, it's over. Like you're not, you're not going to get the ball back. They had to, I mean, you can call timeouts just to delay the inevitable, but you lost. Like, you're calling timeout after the fact. It, I mean, it was just mind-boggling. Like, and then I – so right before we got on the show, I got a I got a, um alert. And apparently he says, yeah, uh, you know, I definitely should have let Russell go for it on fourth down. Now thinking about it, doing it differently. Like, you think? Like, oh, first of all, why would you kick a 64-yard field goal on the road? And McManus's long is like 61. So this will be his longest field goal he's ever kicked. Most people don't make 64-yard field goals. Like, I don't understand the thinking in that. Like, okay, if it was 54, that's oh, a little bit – okay, that is that is kind of makeable because we've seen guys make 50-something yarders. You know, a lot of guys can make 50-something yarders. 
but 64 yards, and you have Russell Wilson, who I think was fourth and five. So you're not confident that Russell Wilson, who you, ju- who you just traded for, one of the best quarterbacks in the league, can pick up five yards to get the first down. And in the time management, you just saw that that time going by. I'm like, what are they doing? Like, so, I so let, let me break it down. Let, 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 this is what happens. So there was 111 left in the game. 111 left. The, the Seahawks were at the Denver 45. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The uh, the Broncos were at the, the at their own 45. Right. Not bad field position. You know, with a minute left, that's actually a lot of time. Like that's one, a lot of time. It's a, that's an eternity. Three, it's a lifetime. Three timeouts. Right. So it was a third and fourteen. They they Russell throws a nine yard pass. Okay. Right. They don't call a timeout till there's twenty seconds left on the clock. How does that happen? How does that happen? So that leaves them with a fourth and five. They kick a ninety yard field goal. <laughs> Or, but you know what I'm saying. You were no, I know what you mean. Yeah. After that, okay. So they miss the 64 yard field goal. They still have two timeouts left. The Seahawks get the ball, obviously, with 15 seconds left. Game's over. They're just right. Timeout, Denver. (laughs) They kneel. They kneel again. Uh, uh, you know, timeout, Denver again. What What are they calling timeouts for? Like it's it's impossible. The game's over. And then then they run out of timeouts, and then they lose. That the clock goes down. Why didn't you use them before on their drive? You know, I don't like to bring up lineage, you know, with people, but I think we were texting and I realized that he's the son of Paul Hackett, who's one of the worst offensive coordinators I think we've ever witnessed and ever, you know, I think we, we've never talked about him on the show, but, you know, when we were coming up in college, we always used to talk about him uh, when he was the Jets coordinator, how bad he was. Oh, um, is that actually his, his, his son? Yes, that's. I looked it up. That's actually his son. When I text you that, not I wasn't being funny. That's that's really his son. Wow. So I don't like to talk about lineage. Like I said, I don't like to say you know you're gonna be just like your dad or like your mom, and you know I don't like to bring a family. But if 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 we're looking, you know, how things progress and how you know sometimes you take after your dad. Man, we witnessed it last night. We definitely witnessed it last night. <laughs> Paul Hackett. Because Paul Hackett was one of the worst offensive coordinators I think me and you have ever watched or seen <laughs> operate like, a game. He was like mad basic. He called <laughs> <us> like <laughs> so, He was so bad. So bad. And it is it right, right now, his son is not off to a good start. It, so it, I, it, I honestly have not seen too many end of game situations that awful. You know what's weird to me about, like, end-of-game situations? Like, where are the assistant coaches to, like, tap the head coach? Like, hey, I don't think this is a good idea. Like, we have – like, they, they don't have the authority to, like, suggest that. Like, they have assistants. Like, why don't they – like, no, we shouldn't call a timeout here. Yeah, because they, if they're worried about getting fired, a lot of them have contracts. So, it's not like you can just – you know, Paul Hackett's not going to be like, oh, you know, don't tap me on the show. Don't do that. Like, right. I'm going to fire you. Nah, that, that mean, that's not how the NFL works because a lot of these assistants – you know, a lot of these assistant coaches and right the 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 uh, position coaches they have contracts uh, with the team, so it's not like you could just fire them. You know, just because the the head coaches don't like them. You know, sometimes they have to go through it. You know what I mean? But Wait, uh, I'm sorry, I-, I was saying like, why don't assistant coaches say say to the coach like, hey, I don't maybe we shouldn't call a timeout. I, I don't know. I don't know how it works. Like. Does anybody advise the head coach like this is not a good idea? Like, well, that's you- what the assistant, but that's what the assistant coach is there for. I mean, most most all teams have an assistant head coach. Even I mean, even though they, they sometimes have their assistant head coach and they have like a you know they're a position coach or they have other responsibilities. So I would think that would be the authority of the assistant head coach to say, 
hey, I don't think we should do this. We should. Now, uh, uh, obviously, he's the head coach, so he can override any decision. And I wouldn't be shocked if I heard that, like, come out later, that, yeah, people were telling him, hey, dude, call timeout, call timeout. And he was just not listening to them and doing what he wanted because he is the head coach. He has the ultimate authority. It comes down to him. He has the final say. Um, you would think also Russell Wilson would have the knowledge or the the kind of, you know, cachet because, I mean, he's he's a veteran now, and he has that, you know, that, uh, you know, he has that reputation of that. He can tell the head coach, hey, you know, timeout. Tell me, I think we should call timeout and not be overruled by him. I mean, Nathaniel Hackett is a first-time head coach. So it's not like he's like, you know, Belichick or Andy Reid where it's like, oh, yeah, it's hard to kind of, you know, they're established coaches. I mean, he just was bad. Let's just, just call he it what all, it is. He, he was, was awful. He was awful. He so was they, bad. Yeah. They played the Texans in week two. It at just that home opener. They should win that. They should win that. Well, hopefully it's not close and it doesn't come down to a last – the last minute of the game. Yeah, anytime it comes down to a uh, to a, like a, a a late fourth quarter, the Broncos are going to lose. Wow. So yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't I don't like to talk about people's like you know uh, lineage, but yeah, like I said, I mean, when I saw that he was the son of Paul Hackett, I was just like, oh, this makes sense now. You know what I mean? This <laughs> this kind of yo, that was your boy. Wraps, that was your boy. Kind of wraps man. everything in a bow. Like, oh, okay, this is this is this is what. Uh, yeah. Okay. So this is why this is happening. Yeah. yeah Paul, no, Hack, Paul Hackett. It would be like a like a third, like a third and twelve. He throw like a one yard pass. Like, what are you doing, dude? <laughs> oh yeah, I remember. Horrible. I remember when they were playing y'all once. I think I was at the Steeler Bar with you. They were playing you, and he threw right. It was like a third right. It was like a third and ten, and he threw like a four or five yard pass. And I I, I knew he. I guess his thinking was okay. Throw it, and the guy can get you know get yak yards like after the catch. But <laughs> the problem is when he threw the ball. There was all defenders around. I'm like, well, he obviously is either on the quarterback or the offensive coordinator. Like, he threw that, and it's like, dude, he only got five yards. It was third and ten. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how this partnership, as Russell Wilson says, is going to go with him and Paul Hack. I mean, with Nathaniel Hackett. It hasn't started off great. Um, yeah, look, man, like we've said a million times on this episode, it's early. So, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I know it's only week one. He's a new head coach. He's a first-time head coach. You know, you have your growing pains. I get it. You make mistakes. Every, you know, especially new coaches, they all go through it. But man, if that was any indication of how the Bron, you know, the Bronco season might go, yeah, buckle, buckle up, Bronco fans. It, it might be a long one if you, if you get into <laughs> a lot of close games in the fourth quarter. Um, yeah. yeah, it may get a little rough. So uh, mm. we will see. But yeah, man, that wraps it up for us. You know, uh, week one's in the books. Uh, week two coming up. Um, like, like we told you before, we'll have weekly content for you guys every week. You know, it's our bread and butter. So every week we'll be coming to you, you know, after the, after the you know, every, after every week, giving our reactions to certain games, you know, players, uh, obviously, you know, anything that's kind of big going on happening in the NFL, uh, we'll have we'll have content there for you. But uh, once again, you know, we appreciate our, our faithful listeners listening, you know, any, any new listeners, subscribers we have. We appreciate you uh coming along, you know, kind of listening to us. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that's going to do it for, for, for a week, I guess, going into week two. Um, so we'll, we'll be back next week for, for myself and, yes. and, and my boy, Quav. Yeah, man, we'll do it again. Peace. Peace.